your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. When Limerick mum Amanda Brody had her son soon after, he went into cardiac arrest and needed open heart surgery. She obviously lived a parent's nightmare and after many tests discovered her son had a, a congenital heart condition. Alex is now nine and Amanda Brody joins me in the studio this morning and we'll also be talking in a moment to Sheila Campbell from the charity Heart Children. Amanda, you are welcome. Good morning, morning um, to you. So tell us a little bit more about what happened uh, after Alex was born. And um, Alex was just a normal pregnancy. He's my third pregnancy. Um, I was considered a geriatric um, mother. Uh, so, Excuse yeah, me? I know, I was over 31, so yeah. Um, so over 31, is that, yeah, that's how they, that's what they term said, it? Yeah, wow. I was shocked. But anyway, um, he went full term. Um, when he was born, he was a little um, little sick when he was born, but they monitored him. Um, we were discharged from the maternity hospital, um, told all it was okay. We had him at home for two weeks and he deteriorated over the two weeks um, we were thinking it was like he was off his food he wasn't drinking he wasn't maintaining his his bottles that were coming out through his nose and his mouth and all those kind of things um, after around 13 days of having it at home we took him to the on-call doctor and he sent us to the maternity hospital um, who were unhappy with Alex's breathing and his colouring so they sent us to the regional so UHL as everybody else knows it as and in their that's when everything fell apart. So um, we went into the, it was the old A&E um, and my husband was up for there and they, they were pretty quick to examine Alex and I found it a little bit traumatic. So um, they were trying to get lines and things in him and obviously he was very dehydrated. So I did leave the room um, and I like, you know, you're in your family WhatsApp groups and I was communicating to my family what was going on and Next thing, my husband, Shane, came out and he was like, oh, they're moving him to resus. So I was there relaying that to the family in the message. So Shane said, like, you know, do you want to come in with him? And I was like, I will leave you to it. Like, I, I didn't know what to do. I was in shock. So um, I was like, he's only off his bottles. Like, you know, I don't know why they're doing this. So they said, he can't get a line in. So we're going to bring him in here. It's just better situation, better circumstances in here, more more equipment. Um. So I just thought, you know, he's just got another patient inside in the room. Um, after a few minutes, Shane came out and he said, Amanda, he's very sick. They they want us to call our families. And I was like, Shane, like, you know, you never get things right. Like, you know, go back in and ask him again and listen properly. Like, you know, so he came back out to me and he, and there was a, a family liaison officer with him. And she said, she explained to me that they they thought Alex had a heart defect. Um, they weren't sure what it was. So she asked me then to come in and see Alex. Sure, I got the shock of my life when I walked in. All these people must have been passing me out while I was texting my family. Um, there was just people surrounding this little tiny baby and uh, that's when he had the cardiac arrest. Um, so within a few minutes, there was a priest with me. It's all like a blur, but at the same time, it's it's there. You know, I can remember it all. Um, they resuscitated Alex and uh, a doctor got him on life support. And they were waiting on a team from Crumlin to come down to transport him up. They weren't comfortable bringing him um, by ambulance to Dublin. So that was, it was at like midnight. We were, this all happening. Um, and a, a team arrived from Crumlin at around 6.37. Um, from there, we followed the ambulance um, to Dublin, into Crumlin. And 
they, by the time we got there, he was already in ICU. They'd already done some testing. They could come straight out. A clinical nurse specialist came straight out and in layman's terms, told us what was going on, that he, he they thought he had a condition in his heart. Um, it would have been congenital, like it was nothing to do with us. It was nothing I had done wrong. Um, that the pediatric, sorry, the cardiologist was coming down to see him. So Alex still on, on life support inside. So um, within an hour, we were told Alex had transposition of the greater arteries, which is um, his heart, basically the plumbing is the wrong way around. His aorta is where the pulmonary should be and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we're all born with holes in our hearts. So with Alex, his didn't close until he was two weeks old. Some kids closed three days, four days, five days post-birth. Um, so that's why Alex deteriorated so fast. So he at that, that stage, the heart had closed. So there was no oxygenated blood travelling around the body. So he was going limp. He was de- uh, dehydrated. Um, so from there, they did in situ in the ICU um, a balloon septostomy. So it's like um, an angiogram, you know, where they go up through the groin. Um, so they with him, they went up with a balloon to put holes in his heart to allow the oxygenated blood to re-travel around his body to, to stabilise him. So that was all on a Monday. Um, he stayed in ICU until a Wednesday. We were allowed to take him out of ICU onto the main ward, um, the heart centre above in Crumlin. Absolutely fabulous setup up there. It's absolutely state of the art. So we got to spend time with him there. And then on the Friday, he was taken in for his open heart surgery by Lars Nolke. He's a surgeon. Um, he was six and a half, seven hours in surgery. As you can imagine, the size of a baby's heart is absolutely tiny. Um, there was loads of things we were worried about and we got a call oh he's past this stage he's past that stage and in the end he came out um, he was absolutely flew through the surgery from having the balloon septostomy he had developed clots in his groin um, like you know it's, it's, a, it's a worry with everyone getting anything done um, but they couldn't treat the clots because he would have bled out in surgery so when he came out of theatre the following morning um, we had to start injecting Alex for um, for the clots so um, it was just like a whirlwind. Um, we we stayed above for the full month. Alex was out. He was up there for a month. He was out um, 13 days, I think, post-surgery. It was one of the fastest turnarounds, but he was flying it. Um, and we're here now. <laughs> that is just the most extraordinary story. As I mentioned, we have Sheila Campbell from the charity Heart Children with us as well. And good morning to you, Sheila. And um, we just heard uh, Amanda tell um, that amazing story so brilliantly uh, to us. Um, uh, and it's families like hers that you help, isn't it? And, and, and also trying to uh, get people to understand um, exactly what congenital heart conditions are. Yes, good morning, Joe. Um, yeah, fantastic um, telling of, of Amanda's story. Yeah, Heart Children really, um, I would say, takes over when, when people are discharged from Crumlin. As Amanda said, the, the facilities that are available through the Children's Heart Centre in Crumlin are fantastic. Um, and while families are there, they get the best of care. Um, however, everybody has to leave hospital. And when they do leave hospital, a lot of mums um, and, and, and dads will be going home and feeling very isolated with a um, a child that would have been having constant care in hospital and now they're back home. Um, none of their um, relatives will probably have any idea or any advice to give them because, you know, nobody will probably have been through the same situation. Um, and there can be a lot of, you know, um, and as well as that, people just 
basically when they're in hospital, they're looking after their child. And so the psychological care that might be offered to them then, they don't want, you know, they just want to focus on their child. And then it's when they get home that everything kind of stabilizes and they begin to understand and fall apart, you know, and, and deal with the traumatic stress disorder that they've gone through. Um, and Heart Children really is, is there to provide psychological support for families. Um, we support the children as well, because equally, you know, as they're growing up, they um, and they have more and more interventions. I mean, in Alex's case, he had the one open heart surgery, but some children will have a whole, you know, a whole uh, range of, of surgeries and interventions throughout their life. And that kind of leaves its stamp on the child in terms of, you know, fears and anxieties of hospital. And um, so, you know, they're, they're dealing with a lot of uh, stress and yet not being able to voice that uh, because they just don't have the language yet. So we provide play therapy for the families as well right. to uh, give them that option to um, yeah. express um, what they've been through. February is Global Congenital Heart Disease Awareness Month and heart children are going to host The Beat Goes On conference for young people with CHD age 16 to 25 years and their parents is actually this Saturday the 24th of February from 10 to 3 at Chartered Accountants House in Pierce Street in Dublin and uh, you can go on to uh, the um, Heart Children website to find out more about that and Amanda I saw you nodding uh, yeah. there in, in agreement with uh, everything that Sheila was saying yeah. uh, I mentioned that Alex is now 9 and he's involved in sport and, and he's well Yeah he's very well Yeah, um, he lives a full life, he's in school he plays rugby for young Monster. He plays soccer in Hunger Regional. He is a very, very energetic child. Um, as he gets older, he may need some intervention in, in regards to stenting and things like that. We're very lucky. We're very lucky that Alex has, has I don't know, grown up to be such a strong lad. You know, I see, I'm in connection with lots of families, obviously, through um, my fundraising I do for Heart Children. And like I see that we're, we are lucky. A lot of children, like a friend of mine, her little boy, same age as Alex, was back in Crumlin on Monday for another open heart surgery. There's so many varieties. It's such a, a big, broad spectrum of um, conditions within the, the CHD. So, yeah, it, it, we're very lucky with Alex. He's a, a vibrant little dude and likes his fashion, likes his style. Um, yeah, he's been involved in the calendar for heart children for the last 10 years. Um, he's actually the front of it. If you pop onto the website, you'll see him. Um, yeah, so we've kind of switched our story into um, a fundraising. So every year we hold a fundraiser um, with Heart Children as our beneficiaries. We have raised just under 80,000 in the nine years that we've done it. Um, and we've partnered with Heart Children. So we've great support within the fundraising community for that. Fantastic. All right. Well, listen, great to have you in the studio. Thank you, Thank you so much for uh, telling us that story and uh, so happy that it had a positive outcome. And that's uh, Amanda Brody talking about her son, Alex, who's now nine, and Sheila Campbell as well from the charity Heart Children. So hopefully that is of some help to you. And uh, you can go on the website and if you can help with the fundraising, I know they would appreciate that uh, as well. Or if you or your family find yourself in these circumstances, they are there uh, to advise and to help. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.